How's it going, guys? Welcome back to the Stoner Thoughts Podcast. I apologize for any audio issues that are going on. I just set the mic back up, just got like the little setup put together real quick just for tonight. So if it sounds like shit, I apologize in advance. But it's been an interesting day today. Um, a lot of stuff going on. Things that, you know, can't talk about. Things behind the scenes, promotions for the podcast, things in life, things like that. So tonight I figured I'd talk to you guys for a little bit about deep thoughts. And I think everybody has these level of thoughts when you get to a certain point when you're smoking that you just sit there and you zone out and the world around you just kind of like either diminishes completely or like ceases to exist. So I got a couple stories about time that this, times that this has happened to me. So I'll kick it off. I'll get right into it. One of those times that this happened to me is one of those rare occasions when I had to walk home from the restaurant that I worked at. And mind you, this place was like about like two miles away from my house that I lived at at the time. So it was kind of just like one of those like, it was a weird night. It was like winter. It was cold as hell. I don't remember what happened. I think my dad gave me a ride to work that day. So that's why like, that's why I didn't have to worry about taking my bike or anything. but. By the time I got to work, I jumped out of the truck and then it was late at night and he wasn't off work yet. So I had to walk home and it was really, really, really sketchy because mind you, we had literally smoked the blunt right after we were closing the kitchen. We we, hit, we smoked all day anyways because we had carts and like people would roll joints. One guy took dabs in his car on his break. Like it was a pretty nutty job. And I don't know, man, like it just got kind of the point where I was walking home and all the stars got really pretty and the weather was just right. It was cold, but there was like a warm breeze coming down from the mountains and I was just kind of vibing. I had my headphones in, got to Circle K in like no time flat. It was like December-ish time. So the big rich people shopping district seat that I, seat, street, (laughs) pardon that I used to walk down was all lit up with like Christmas lights and a giant Christmas tree on top of Saks Fifth. Like it was really, really fucking cool. And the whole time I was walking, I can, I can remember at least exactly what I was thinking about and exactly what I was thinking about was man, like, where am I going? What am I doing right now? And I knew I was walking home and that's not what I meant. I meant, like, what am I doing with my life at the moment? What am I doing right now? Like, I know I'm going home from my job, but where am I going in my life right now? And I was watching this YouTuber at the time called Peter McKinnon, and he was talking about his gear, his cameras, his vlog stuff, drones, one wheels, cool toys that he got to play with, cool stuff that he got to do. And I was sitting there thinking in my head, I'm like, why can't that be me? You know, how, how do some of these people regardless of how much work gets put in well not regardless of how much work i know it takes a shitload of work to get anywhere like that like the man didn't just build that youtube channel for nothing that's like saying that like casey neistat was nothing before youtube like come on don't don't be a dick and like when i found out that the two of them knew each other i was like holy shit i've watched both your guys's videos and stuff and i just think i think i'm more of a talking person personally like i don't mind being on camera doing the youtube videos every now and then but i really prefer this i prefer just sitting here with a microphone getting my thoughts out into the world 
And this night, man, I was I was walking around. I was thinking these thoughts. And I was just getting to this place where, like, you know, I had the idea to start the podcast years ago. Years ago. Like, I know we've been running for what? Since quarantine started, roughly? Since, like, 2000, I think twenty late 2019, early 2020 is when I started recording more. And... I don't know. Like, I'm just, I, I, I keep getting these TikToks and shit popping up too that keep telling me, like, focus on what you want right now. And, like, these days of the week, you're going to get the best news of your life. And what's crazy about it is a couple of times, like, I don't know if it's like manifestation or like a spiritual thing, like focusing on what you really, really want. But lately, I have had nothing but good news coming into my life. Like, Oh, we want to do this. We want to send you this. We want to do this for you. We want to help you with this. This is what we're going to pay you to do. This is what we want you to do. This is what you can do. These are your options. Explore them. Invest a little bit of time into the things that you want to get out of life. And my advice to you guys is always, always invest that little bit of time into yourself. Because if you, if you don't invest in you, the odds of somebody else wanting to invest in you are slim to none. Like if you don't have faith in yourself already as an individual, as whatever you want to be, a photographer, an artist, a musician, an auto mechanic, anything. If you don't have faith in yourself, the odds of other people taking time out of their day to have faith in you and be like, oh, don't worry, I got your back. Oh, don't worry, I can do this for you. Oh, I can help you out in this way. Getting help every once in a while is great, but the best person to help you is yourself. And it took me a long ass fucking time to realize that if it wasn't if it wasn't for my girlfriend, I would still be stuck in a fucking dead end job. Like I would still be stuck at the gas station. I would still be sitting back there making hot dogs and dealing with, you know, customers pissed off because, oh, Lord, we're out of Dr. Pepper. Oh, no, we're low on Bud Light. Someone needs to go in the cooler. Oh, you didn't do your job. You didn't do this. When there's like 10 other people that fucking work there who could just as easily walk in there because none of them are crippled. But I'm going to stay away from that. I'm not going to say anybody's names. I'm not going to talk shit. I'm not even going to say the name of the gas station I worked at because defamation is a thing. But back to the story. Sorry, I went off on a little inspirational tangent there. And I haven't even smoked yet, which speaking of, I might fire this bad boy up right now, take a quick smoke break. And, uh, you know, roll with it. So guys, I'll be right back for my second story, which is when I completely broke down in front of one of my bosses. And I will be right back with that in just a minute. I am back. I just took a fat dab and had to like literally cut out like an entire ass coughing fit. But there's still a little bit left, so I'm going to try to finish it. I'm not going to overdo it on this one. <coughs> oh, excuse me. I had to like peek away from the mic for that one. Oh, Jesus. But this is three cookies from buddies and it is a hybrid and i'm in love absolutely in love with this strain so the story of when i completely broke down in front of the manager slash owner of the business that i used to work for is an interesting one because um 
We catered the grand opening of a dispensary called Libra in a city called Laquita in the Coachella Valley. Now, when we catered this grand opening, I got so much merch. I was handed so much shit, including bags of brownies, edibles, a pen from a company called Shrebinski's, which, by the way, I am still in love with Shrebinski's. Like, if I could find them anywhere... Excuse me. I would totally, totally. It doesn't help that I'm also getting over being sick. So, yeah, that's why there was a lapse in content there for about like a week. Drink some Red Bull, I'll get over it. But during the catering of this event, people were literally taking my sandwiches that we were giving away sandwiches and juice for free. And they would give me basically product in exchange. Like one guy gave me a t-shirt. Another guy gave me like these neat like lanyards from, um, I think it was Carvana lanyards. They had the little rubber like circle that you could stick your 510 pens into. And then like I walked out of there with like a shitload of pre-rolls, like a shitload of fucking brownies, cookies, like. I had I didn't even do dabs and I left with dabs because I knew someone that did dabs. So I gave them the dabs. <coughs> I keep getting like this little take in the back of my throat. I'm sorry, guys. But anyways. And when we left this event, me and the guy that went with me both ate like two brownies each because I thought it was, you know, oh, they're only five milligrams. So I ate 10 milligrams. And by the time I got back to the restaurant, I was like the level of high where I was sweating. You know, I was unload. We unloaded the truck, put all the shit away, threw all the food in the fridge real quick. Like, and then we fucking like I left. I but before I got the chance to leave, everyone was asking me how it went. And I like was talking to my boss. I'm like, thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for the job. Like, it's really gonna help me and my son. Like, you know, we were, we've been struggling for a while, and I'm making pretty good money working here. And I don't know what came over me in that moment of overthinking and thinking that I had to explain every thought going through my mind to my boss. And I was panicking. I was like trying to make up excuses, but then like, honestly, like most of what I said was the truth. It was a really good job. It was really helpful financially. It was a really good gig. I loved what I did. I loved cooking. I love the fact that I got to cater to the opening of a dispensary and get, like, a bunch of free shit. And, like, that was, like, one of the coolest things I've ever done through a job, short of going to Coachella Fest with one of my other jobs. And the best part was, like, she didn't, like, judge at all. She was, like, older, very professional, but definitely, like, hippie type of lady which is why she ran like the best health food restaurant that there was in this city and i kept breaking down and like literally like tearing up and wanting to cry and like she literally just came over and like hugged me and was like it's okay it's okay and like i literally broke down and like like had to take a seat and drink some water and fucking spence my old sous chef that I used to work with walks over to me and he's like, so how high are you? And I was like, fuck, man, I'm baked. And he's like, yeah, I know, dude, you totally just fucking broke down, man. Like you went full shut down. I was like, yeah, I mean, that kind of happened. And like we left, went and smoked. 
I mellowed out, and then I went the fuck home. When I got home, I ate two more brownies because I thought it would be, oh, it'll just put me to sleep. No, I was up all night, paranoid, sitting on my couch outside in the backyard that my parents had. And what I did this night, I don't even know how I got the energy to do it. But I cleaned off the entire patio, did all the laundry, all the laundry that was sitting out there, like in like the, because their washer and dryer was sitting out back in like the backyard area next to the patio. It was covered, but it was outside. And I did like all the laundry that was out there, put it all in the baskets inside, made a big ass laundry pile. I like did, I swept off, like sprayed off and then swept off the patio I sprayed like like the cans of Raid that were outside. I sprayed like underneath the couch and like behind the shelves. Killed a bunch of spiders and a bunch of like bugs that were like kind of camping out back there, starting to get into shit. Swept up, swept all the bugs off. Like went around to the ant hills and like hit them with like the ant spray foam stuff that they eat and they carry back in, and it's poison. And yeah, like I just did a whole make maintenance thing outside, and then I hung up my hammock that I got. And, like, I hung up my hammock in the patio and was sitting in my hammock watching YouTube videos. And I deadass slept outside. But the whole time I'm sitting there watching, like, these, like, outdoor survival type videos. Like, uh, I think it's Fowler's Maker and Mischief. I believe that's the name of the channel. But, yeah, that's what I was watching. The whole time I'm watching, I'm thinking, like, man, I would love to have these skills. I would love to have these abilities that these dudes have. Because, like, they get dropped off in, like, Texas. And they have to survive for 30 days in the Texan desert. And we're talking rattlesnakes, black widows, sketchy fucking animals, coyotes, wolves, asshole spiders, having to like take your boots off and roll your socks over the top of them to keep spiders out of them at night type shit. And now I would never be able to like function in that environment. I'm pretty sure I would panic after like a few days. Especially, God forbid, I saw a rattlesnake or a big-ass fucking, like, camel spider or some shit. I fucking hate spiders. Fun fact about me. You want to get me to leave your house quick as shit? Get a pet tarantula. Because I will not come into your house unless I am armed. Because I don't fuck with spiders. Spiders don't fuck with me. And they can stay outside. They can stay outside. But they can be inside. They need to be polite. And they need to fucking pay rent. And if they ain't doing one of the two, they need to get the fuck out. Fuck spiders. Like, dead ass. Sorry, I kind of went off on that there. But the whole time I'm sitting there, I, like, wish that I would have been able to function in one of these environments. Because it looked genuinely fun. Like, these guys looked like they were just having, like, the time of their life with whatever the fuck they were doing out there in the middle of the desert. And I, I wish I would have had that kind of ability. Unfortunately, I don't. One day I will have the ability to like survive in the middle of nowhere. But that day is not today. But anyways, guys, that's that's about it for this. There's plenty of deep thought stories I think I could tell. Another one that I'll do real quick is there's a spot out here in the Coachella Valley called Vista Point. Where, like, people used to drive up to it at night and just kind of hang out. It's, like, literally on the edge of the mountain on Highway 74. And we used to just kick it there sometimes and, like, sit there for hours. 
And one night we went up there, smoked, were all too high to drive back down and get stuck up there for like three hours just sitting and talking and then realizing it's like 1 a.m. and we need to get home now and hope that everybody's either in bed or didn't know that we left. And yeah, we were fucked. And by the time we got back to his house, we're sitting outside. We're just thinking like, man, we're sitting in the bed of the truck and his parents come outside like, what are you boys doing? We're like, oh man, well, like one of us couldn't sleep. So like we all just kind of came outside and hung out. You know, we bullshitted them and then got away with it. Went back inside, went in his room and like two people passed out on the bed. I passed out on the couch and my other friend passed out of my friend's desk chair. And we woke up the next day and I felt like shit. But anyways, guys, that's going to be it for today. And I will talk to all you guys on the next episode of the Stoner Thoughts Podcast. Good night.